Welcome back to Off the Gram, the show where we bring you straight into the trenches with us to help you live your best life, channel your inner girl boss, and navigate the ever-changing landscapes of wellness and social media. Hey, gang. Hi. Guys, I can't believe we're wrapping up our third year of Off the Gram. I'm seriously having all the feels. Do you realize that on January 11th, 2020 was our inaugural episode? So in nine days, it will officially be our three-year anniversary. That's crazy pants. <laughs> what? Bananas. I mean, the, like, seriously, because of the way we launched right before the pandemic hit, everything happened in such a blink and a blur, I feel like. It's true. Like, it, it was so quick. I mean, okay, so Heidi speaking, I feel like we should just kind of circle back and just remember why we started off the gram, since I cannot handle that we are coming up on a three-year anniversary. All right, so let's let's go back to summer of 2020, and a company reached out to Jamie, to me, to Christine, and Ali Teach. Ali Teach. And we did a photo shoot together, and we were, you know, chit-chatting about our, you know, sort of the bees in our bonnets, about Instagram world, and how all these, like self-promoters, like they were expert self-promoters, but they weren't experts in anything, were crushing Instagram and having all these people believe them and follow them. And then people were getting hurt. And at the time, because everything was still in person, I was doing like weekly on-air segments trying to basically like defend yoga and be like, dude, it's not yoga's fault that this person didn't use his or her brain and decided to throw themselves into this like super complex, crazy, intricate yoga pose and hurt themselves doing it. And then fall off a building (laughs) or a cliff or have a stroke or yeah, all the things. And you're like, or I'm like, I should just speak for myself. Like, this is the problem with Instagram, this amazing platform that we love, that we thrive on, that we connect on, like is that expert self-promoters can fool people into believing that they're experts on this platform. So we decided to go off the gram because we love our gram, but we decided to go off the gram to curate a panel of actual experts in fields and get their take on the crazy things that were happening on social media and try to separate fact from fiction and expert self-promoters from experts. And I when we look back at the guests that we've had, I mean, of course, you know, it was Allie and Jamie and Christine and myself. And then, um, and then Allie got called to do like an amazing job on the West Coast. And Jamie said, Hey, how about Megan Murphy? And we were like, Hells to the yay. <laughs> and then Meg came in and we shot our first 10 all at once. And then we kept going. And, and by the way, those first, those first 10 episodes we shot like at a, a different studio. We weren't with Gotham podcast studio yet. So weren't we in a basement with subways rumbling by? I'm oh pretty sure we were. <laughs> but we decorated it so nice. Like the we whole did. blueberry more collection. Yep. We had like our faux flowers, like a lot of millennial pink. It was pretty, yeah, but it was a, a dirty basement. <laughs> There's cockroaches involved, but we oh. got it done. It was very New York. It was very New York. And then we upgraded to Gotham. Thank goodness. Um, but I mean, like, that's how we started. And, and boom. And look Pandemic. back at who we've had on our show. I yeah, mean, that's true. Well, I have to say, guys, I'm really proud of us especially because I, I'm proud of us because I wasn't a part of the initial concept. But man, I'm glad you invited me to be part of the party. Well, you were that, you're such an essential 
integral ingredient of our special sauce. Like everything happens just goes to show you that everything really and truly happens for a reason. Like you always end up where you're meant to be. And we like made magic during the pandemic. Like we kept this going during the pandemic. Like for me, it was my sanity these past three years, just like having this steadfast um, community and a chance to take a deeper dive into topics that were really interesting to me and just showing up for our community and showing up for each other. Yeah. And those first lives that we did that were live, but, but not in real life, they were like, how many people were like, Oh my God, I feel like I'm back to life a little bit because we got to be in a community without, you know, germing each other. (laughs) Well, and at the end of the day, it's a, it's about being of service. I am a service journalist and this has been an incredible for way for me um, to, to be able to give people even more news they can use. So I, I'm grateful for this podcast and excited for what's coming next too. Me too, guys. So in the service, in the spirit of being of service, I can speak, I wanted just to kind of get us together today. This is, of course, an unguested episode. This is just your our New Year's gift to all of you out there. But, you know, I just wanted to kind of maybe give some serious gratitude and maybe even some mindful intention setting, maybe a little even Roxy Nafusi style manifestation, if you will, my manifestation naysayers that turned believers, right? Like you guys are into manifesting now. I had a different, I had a different interpretation of manifesting. I loved that. Yeah, I think she flipped a lot of our understanding, which is great. So I know I've tasked us all with kind of a tall order, but I wanted to, for each of us, just quickly and just kind of as, as a, a positive, thing to give forward to each other even. What are three things you want to manifest in 2023? And what's one thing you'd like to leave behind? Megan? This was tricky. It's been a, like a big year for me. I think for manifest strength, just physical strength, like as I'm coming back from my surgery, and I haven't talked that publicly about it on the show yet, but I mean, I did have, oh, and I get a little choked up even thinking about it. Nice. We love you. You guys know I'm such a crier. Ah! Um, but I, I did 20 pushups on my knees today and it, I was, it was such a breakthrough for me and I'm feeling felt so strong and so empowered. I cried in bar method cause I'm like, I went from not being able to raise my arms to be able to do 20 pushups on my knees. And I'm a person who used to be able to do 2,500 pushups on my toes. So it was very, very humbling and really exciting. And so the biggest thing I want to manifest in 2023 is this continued humble appreciation for what my body can do and just more strength, mind and body. Um, It's been an incredible healing journey for me and really proud of the grace I've been able to treat my body with because I haven't been able to do all the things I love to do, but I'm learning new tricks. And so that's a big thing. Strength. Um, the other thing I'd like to manifest um, for 2023 is more patience. I story of my life, Megs. <laughs> you know, not just patience with myself, but patience with my kids. Um, I have definitely been losing it a little bit lately. Um, a little rage momming, you know, where I'm like, Bruh! and I want to try to keep that in check. Um, I'm not proud of that. You know, tweens will push you to your limits. And I really want to try to practice patience and learn how to pause, reset, and then parent instead of parenting in the moment of ultimate frustration. 
just so you know, you are so not alone. And I know that there's a million people listening right now. They're like, Ooh, she just called me out. And I do it too. We all do it. And so just know you're doing a great job. And I'm going to call out a, a former guest of ours, Dr. Becky. You know, I was just reading a great Dr. Becky post earlier that helped me so much. And we all need those little momspirations just to help us keep our shit together because, man, it is hard. I have to say, too, since we had Dr. Becky on the show, I listen to her podcast religiously because um, I, I walk my 10,000 steps now to friends because um, I got to get that cardio in and I but I, but I really adore her. And also, P.S., the way I tricked myself into getting those 10K steps is that I need to learn something new or grow on each walk. And so she's a big part of that for me because her advice is just spot on. And then I think, weirdly, my the third thing that I really want to manifest is being okay with not having any lofty goals. Um, I'm really at a place in my life, in my career, where everything is enough. And it's an interesting place to be where I don't need more of anything except maybe a little patience. Um, and so I'm not trying to have a big idea. I'm not trying to crush a huge lofty goal. I'm trying to get okay with just being in whatever it is I'm doing and that being enough. Megan, Love that it. is the most yogi thing you have ever said. Santosha <laughs> is one of the principles of yoga, the eight, the yamas and the niyamas, and Santosha is contentment. It's it, it, You literally just defined Santosha in a way I've never heard it before, and it is perfect. I'm glad we recorded it because I, I'll have to, like, I don't even remember exactly what I said, but it's, but it's something I've been noodling a lot on, especially on my very long, long walks, is like this really strange feeling of contentment where I wrote the book, I run the magazine, I have everything I need, everything is enough. And so how do I navigate that without wanting or needing more? It's a, it's a very strange place. I've never been in this place before where it's not like, I got to write the book. I want to be on the television show. That's a great lesson. Amazing so what's one thing you'd like to leave behind other than mom rage? Um, my, my, okay. One thing, definitely the mom rage. I struggle with this because I'm, so, I have such an onward mindset that I don't really get too bogged down by what needs to go. I'm already onward. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just the way, like, it's the way I live. I don't really stew. I just do. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing that I can, like, totally pinpoint where I'm like, that's got to go. It's always onward. That, Does that make sense? That's a great lesson. Rizal, you don't have to, you don't always have to hate something about yourself. I think as women, we're like, oh, what can I stand about me today? Maybe it's just all okay. And we're just keeping it moving. It is. I mean, I could shower more. Maybe maybe, maybe I'll let my why? smelly but self why? go for 2023. I, I haven't been showering a lot lately. After surgery, maybe that's allowed allowed to. You know what happened, though? I have to say, so for 12 days, I couldn't shower or wash my hair or even lift my arms to comb my hair. And I just sort of got comfortable with being a little bit smelly and a little bit ripe. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, well, I might do bar method later. So why am I going to shower? Oh, please. Just, that's me. I'm like, I might go, I might take a jog in three days. So like, why go through all of that drama? Yep. All that's right. where I'm at. I'm going to keep us moving. Heidi, let's hear yours. 
My manifestations in 2023, I, I'm taking a lot of cues from our guests. And um, this one is specifically Dr. D- Dar- Dr. Daria. I cannot speak right now. I'm getting over flu. <laughs> I want to manifest having like a great support system and support team because I'm definitely somebody who my whole life, like I did everything by myself. I only count on me. I'm the only person I count on. I'm the only person I ever want to count on. And if I want it done right, I have to do it myself. And so I am manifesting the perfect support team for me, for my businesses, for my family, for all of it. And my part in that is being okay with letting go of a lot of control where those things lies. Because I think for me, everything feels safe when I'm in control of everything, which also leads to burnout and breakdowns and all sorts of crazy things. And there's no balance there. And, you know, if I want to be able to, I always walk my talk on some level, but then there's places like that where it's like, well, that's not balanced. And so how is that living yoga? It's not because if I'm truly living yoga and on my yogic path and on the path I'm destined to be on, I have to let go because or else there it's too, you know, it's too tense to the point of breaking. There has to be more flexibility in tasking, which is weird because those things are, you know, like yoga is very not material and those things are very material. But, you know, the idea of yoga is to practice the way you want to be on the mat so you can live that way off the mat. And I'm very good at practicing it on the mat. So now it's my turn to let go of things off the mat. So that's my number one. <laughs> um, my number two is to another thing that we talk about a lot and a thing I talk about a lot, which is putting myself first. And that's another thing that I'm really bad at. Um, I drop everything the minute something else comes up instead of, you know, doing the thing I need for me, finishing the task, whatever. And that has led to, you know, I mean, it's, it's been a really big year for, for me too. We, you know, I recovered from this New York city attack. I had a massive wrist surgery. I rehabbed my wrist that I was never supposed to be able to use again. I was doing handstands on it. I am doing handstands on it, you know, and healing the emotional trauma obviously was a lot harder than the physical and that's a work in progress. But even as I was doing this and attempting to heal, I would just stop the minute that somebody else needed something and we moved and, you know, we just, there were contractors in our house yesterday still. And every day I would have to just put my schedule on hold and put whatever I needed on hold and cancel my things and put myself on the back burner every time anything else came up. I mean, forget the kids stuff. We all know how encompassing that can be. And I mean, I'm not even talking about the kids. And of course, they also put life on hold again and again and again. And that's part of being a mom. And I love it. But one of my, you know, goals, things I would like to manifest in 23, which also is about balance, I think everything is about balance, is the ability to put on my oxygen mask first, to take care of myself first, so I can then go and take better care and be of better service to others. Because I'm not going to be that helpful if I'm running at like, you know, a certain percentage of my full potential. We all need to live in our full potential to be able to be the piece of this world that we were meant to be. So that second one is all about remembering to put myself first, to put my oxygen mask on first, and then doing all the other things. So that's number two. And then number three, I mean, they're all in the same vein, balance, balance, balances. You know, I keep I wanted to create Crossful Yoga, the yoga app that I created 
because I firmly believe that there is a gap in the market for time-efficient yoga. I think there's a million apps that'll teach you how to be a beginner yogi. I think there are a million apps that are okay. I think there's a million apps with a million teachers on them, but I never, ever found anything anywhere where you could get the benefits of a 90-minute yoga session in 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever. And as a mom in this year where I've had no time, I do my own app because I'm like, I have 20 minutes, I have 15 minutes, I have 30 minutes, whatever it is, I need a good sweat. I need to get all this angst out. I need to get the stress out. I need to feel like I've done a 90-minute yoga session, but I have this time. And so I have turned to my app again and again. What I haven't done is promoted it at all. So another thing that I am manifesting for 2023 is to focus on getting CrossFit Yoga, which I so firmly believe so many moms need, out into the world so that they can have it and benefit from it. So those are my three manifestations for 2023. Speak it and it will be. So what do you want to leave behind? <laughs> I'm like the, like the opposite of what I manifest. I really mm-hmm. want to leave behind the habit of stopping everything for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like stopping me. That's what I want to leave behind. Yep. I want to leave behind the idea that what I'm doing isn't as important. So I should stop that. Yeah. And do the thing. I mean, it's, you know, sometimes it's hard, like when there's like a flood in your house or something, (laughs) you know, there's not going to be floods forever. You can keep your own side of the street clean and you can control what you, what you can control. I think that's a great, you know, I shot that video like two hours ago. Focus on what you can control. That was the video I shot two hours ago. (laughs) James, your turn. (laughs) Thank you. I was giving this some deep thought. I actually had a death in my world. Um, Was it yesterday? It was day before yesterday. My boyfriend from high school, um, not him, thank God, but his sister um, passed away and we were together for four years. So it was like family. It was like a family member passing away. And I think whenever we have somebody close to us pass away, it just is such a visceral reminder that, man, every day is the best day of my life, you know, and tomorrow is not promised. So I want to manifest, first and foremost, I want to manifest peace, presence, and mindfulness with my two sons, Mason and Asher, and my husband, George. And I feel it's important to say their names out loud. So it's I'm not just giving it lip service. Like that is my number one intention to make sure I'm present and intentional and and here with them, you know, because nothing's more the deal memo that I'm upwriting, the script I'm none of it's more important than spending that time with my family. Without mom rage. <laughs> yeah, well, it ha- it's going to happen because that's real life, you know? And it, it, in, a, in a Christmas movie, in a Hallmark movie, it's all just twinkling stars and snow and fun, you know? But it's like, in real life, you take the good with the bad, but that's life, you know? And, and it's, all, it's all good. It's all beautiful because it's real. And then number two, I want to manifest an even larger opportunity to spread my message of health and wealth, which is what I obviously do with the big ask. But also when I say health and wealth, it's kind of where I've come over the past year is I've evolved the big ask, which was my weight loss and wellness coaching program to be a little more of a macro message as I speak on bigger stages. And I'm really kind of talking about things one click up from that, right? So it's radical wellness. It's like vibing higher and hacking your hustle and things that matter to us all, you know, because it's never just been about weight loss. And I think you guys know that, but I want the world to know that, that I don't believe it's ever just been, been about that. It's about how you do one thing is how you do all things. And so to be really clear, 
it's as important for me to earn against that because it is a big goal and that is important. It is important for me to manifest a big dream and earn against it accordingly to support my family. But it's as important for me to be aligned between my words and my actions. So like what I'm saying on those stages has to be, I have to be walking my walk and talking my talk. And that is as important for me. When I put my head on the pillow every night, I have to say, did what came out of my mouth to other people, was that how I lived my own life? So living in in alignment with that truth, making sure that that's as important to me in my soul as earning a paycheck. That's the manifestation, right? That's the dream. I like that for you, Jane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the third one, well, because there's a lot of people out there preaching mental health that are a hot fucking mess. Let's be real. And I don't want to be one of them. I just, you know, I've been a hot mess. That's where I came up with this whole idea. And I I just refuse to be one of those people. And I think that's where it's important to be real too, right? Like, yeah, sometimes I'm a hot mess, but that's, this is how we move through it. And then the third thing is I just, I've really been thinking about this one a lot. I want to manifest opportunities to show up more impactfully, like societally for the world, like I, I obviously still feel like most people that we're in dire straits and tough times right now. So between politics, the environment, social impact, like obviously helping people one-on-one matters, but I just want to make sure that I'm demonstrating to my kids how much volunteering and stepping up to fight battles that mean something to you is worth it. Because I also think as as like an, as somebody who makes their, their living on Instagram as an influencer, you get scared to say what you believe in because there's, you're going to get like beat down. And I've become a person who doesn't always speak my mind because I'm scared of ruffling feathers. And I'd like that to end because it's not how I want to teach my kids that you stand up for this world. So that's something I've been thinking about a lot. And the one thing I'd like to leave behind is staying up late. At 2, p- 2 a.m. is no time to go to bed. And I actually had dinner with my friend, Dr. Buzz Mingan last night, who's, do- who's, I've told you guys about him before. He's Justin Bieber's health coach. He's like this badass doctor. He's so great. Dinner with him and his wife. And he was, t- he was sharing about what, what goes on in our deep sleep with the, you know, the cellular, um, all of your cellular waste. That's when your brain is literally washing itself. And if you don't get that sleep, man, that shit is staying in your brain. Like you've got to sleep. So I'm like, that's it. Yeah, but what does that mean for QVC? Because you have these crazy... Uh, well, when I have QVC, I got to be up. Like like Thursday night, I'm on the air uh, at 9 p.m., 12 p.m., and 2 a.m. I'm on Christmas Eve. I'm on New Year's Eve um, at 8 p.m. But that's okay. You know, that's Control my job. Control what you can. You do what you can, just like Heidi. But when I am sitting up in my bed, finishing all of this paperwork that could be done during the day, that's my own choice. So that's got to Got happen. it. Okay. Okay. Last but not least, Heidi... I think we should take it to Megan. What's our last segment, Megs? Karma call! <laughs> Missed that enthusiasm so much. All right. So as all of you amazing listeners know, karma is the Sanskrit word for action. So I'm going to ask each of us, what is one small actionable item that you amazing listeners could take? Small action that would yield a large result. All right, let's go, Megs. What's yours? Mine is always the same. It's find the yay in every day. Look for one thing that makes you say yay today, but don't keep it to yourself. Share it with your kids. Share it with your spouse. Share it with your friends. Let that good energy and that gratitude be contagious. I love it. Love it. Same. 
Um, well, and again, it, this one has to be in line with my program, but we practice what we preach, right? And we believe what we say. So mine is get an accountability buddy. Whatever the one thing is in your life that's really irking you, maybe it's your health, maybe you need to lose weight, maybe you need to get back on track with your business, maybe you have a big goal that you've just been sitting on out of fear, tell somebody and make a, a short actionable plan just to get started and then have that person help you stick to the steps. Love it. All right. I'm going to give an al- my favorite alignment cue that I give in probably every yoga class I've ever taught, which is turn the corners of your mouth up. It's the love most it. important alignment cue. Everybody just started to smile. I love that. I love it when you say it in class too, Heidi. It I like smiling. So Smiling's my favorite. I'm basically buddy the elf. contagious. So everybody listening, turn the corners of your mouth up. It will change your day. It will change your life. Amazing. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in today. We just love you. And in 2023, we really want to be more interactive with you, our listeners. We love hearing from you. So we really invite you to follow us on social media, Off The Gram Podcast on Instagram. Drop us a note or send us a voice memo. Tell us what you'd like to manifest for yourself in the new year, and we will include them in an upcoming show. Um, Hey, as always, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. We are available everywhere podcasts can be consumed. We'll see you next time. Yay!